let's get ready to throw down. All right, guys. This is episode number five. This is going to be my favorite episode maybe ever because it's all about me. Me too. <laughs> Actually, that makes me incredibly uncomfortable. We so. love him so much. Well, we um, can't wait for this. I know. This is cool. I'm going to get grilled. So this is going to be awesome. Um, well, you are. Yes. We're true. Well, to stop you in midstream. Oh, Lord. Dude, oh, you're right. looking oh, okay. amazing we today. We love the way you look. I appreciate look it. Look at this. Look at so this. So dapper, I guess. If you guys can see this on camera, hopefully you guys are tuning into the YouTube John came dressed for success, man. This is awesome. This is literally what I wear pretty much every day. But can you see your shoes? They match your shoes. No, that's you, all right. You We're took gonna... bicycle wear to a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's I, good. I'm going to go good. on a trail ride. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Let's get on topic because sure. I'm tired of talking oh, about okay. my clothing. Look at you. Um, so if this is your first episode Easy and you've not been here before, Duh. that's exactly right. Um, we're here talking about personalities and how they impact our success in sales, and we break it into four quadrants. If you're familiar with DISC, then you already know this, but D, I, S, and C. Um, there's two axes there. The vertical axis, one side of that, Ds and Is are going to be very gut-driven. Ss and Cs are fact-driven. And the other vertical, I'm sorry, horizontal axis puts Ds and Cs on the same page, which makes us very task-driven. And Is and Ss are very people and team-driven. So I am going to be up in that pretty far left-hand corner, um, task-driven and fact-driven. So we're going to talk about, I guess, my history. Uh, I will answer some questions. Um, I actually brought my disc assessment from the, the, the most recent time I took it. Talk about some of my strengths. Of course I did. I'm always prepared. <laughs> and yeah, we'll go ahead and go. So I'm going to let you guys ask me questions because I'm always asking questions. So so where does that lie in the disc spectrum? Where's your, uh, where's your current one at? Uh, I am a C with some S. Okay. Because we, al we always have a secondary letter that we, that we slide to, right? So you, you slide to an S. And then my perceived need for work is to be like Al, to be an off-the-chart I. Hmm. Wow. So, Tough yeah. slide. Surprising. Surprising. Well, because well, being the face of a company, I feel like I've got to be out there and promoting and networking and everything else. When I say surprising, because from a social sense, I know you slide that way. Mm -hmm. But when you say that in business, that's the, the route that you feel like you need to go. Yeah. How does that, is that a conflict for you ever? You know, what's really weird is, uh, as I get older, I realize it a little bit more because it used to be on the older weekends. means 20. No. Yeah. I wish. <laughs> um, when I, when I was younger and really even until this current move into my own thing on the weekends i couldn't wait to get out and socialize and i was always available to network and coffee and hang out with friends and what i'm realizing now is that i get a little bit of burnout right because i'm so social i'm always trying to make myself available networking business development all this other, all this other stuff so on the weekends it takes something pretty awesome for me to want to like get out of the house right i, I become kind of this homebody because it's me re recharging my batteries um which is not anything that's ever really happened before so John, let's take a take a little step back here, yeah. and, and uh, let's talk about you professionally, where you where you came from, what you do now. Okay, uh, let's talk about your history a little bit because it's really important to this. So I'm gonna say, as a ballpark, I've had more jobs than anyone here at this table <laughs> combined. So, combined for sure. Um, I started. I was in the army. I came home. And then uh, before the army thought I was too good to wait tables, army taught me that that was not true. Thank you so, for your service. So of course. And your service. Truly. Sure. <laughs> um, so uh, realized that I wasn't too good at it, started to wait tables, enjoyed it, realized I really liked socializing with people, trying to upsell everything else. And then I moved into actual sales at um, in a call center. It wasn't really, it's more support with like an upsell on the end of it. And that was okay. And then I moved into phone sales, sold phones for AT&T and Sprint, and then got poached to go into banking. Worked in banking for a little bit. When you say you got poached, what mm -hmm. do you mean? Someone came in, um, they were impressed with the experience of like working with me and my, okay. my knowledge and everything thing. else. And they came back in the next day and I was like, hey, is everything okay with the phone? They were like, yeah, everything's fine. Uh, I'd like to talk to you about a job. It's like, I'm open. What's the job? And they, they said, I work for Chase. I was like, oh, let's talk about that. Mm. Banker's hours? Hell yeah, I'm down. Yeah. Look at you. And uh, left that because I was just kind of done with retail, if I'm being really, really honest. And uh, banking was not the sweet spot that I thought it was going to be. Uh, what what turned you off about retail? Mostly the hours, right? Um, 
you're working when everybody else is off work, right? Well, that and, and more than anything else, it interfered with my training in, in martial arts, right? I'm a huge martial arts advocate. I've been training since 2004 in one art or another. You haven't gotten very good at it. That's though. true. I'm terrible. You should guys <laughs> come try me. Call him out, bitches. <laughs> I got money says you won't win. <laughs> bring, um, your, bring your wallet when you come. And that's it how... can protect all of us. That's how Al and I met, actually. We, yep. we met at... at uh, out of martial arts school and uh, kind of became friends there. I'm hardly as good as this man. So, yeah. man, you're going to just put a big old target on my back. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, even, but, even seafood said you're amazing. Oh, well, thank you. Um, so it was more about interfering with that than it was anything else. Like I was fine working Saturdays and Sundays, but I just couldn't train as much as I wanted to. And that was a big burnout. Mm-hmm. So I moved to banking. It was okay. Uh, it was in the middle of, if you've worked for Chase, then you're familiar with the concept of work in the lobby, which is just essentially pouncing on anyone who walked in the door. Yeah. And uh, kind so of not got, much different than AT&T sprint type mm-hmm. of thing. Kind of people come in the door, you got to react for sure. Figure out what's going on, what they want, what their needs are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very formulaic. Right. Uh, it's really interesting because you you assume that you've got good sales training and s- sales savvy, but you really don't. It's just products and features and benefits. And like, there's no real way to qualify people. There's no, there, there's no sales training. It's just product knowledge, which is what most people define as sales training these days anyways. Mm-hmm. So uh, we worked for a couple of banks and then actually Al uh, gave me a shot doing what he does and did that for about 18 months. And then after that, got... Uh, into a business with a partner doing websites and did that for a couple of years. And now, now did you, we can keep going you, down this path. you met through, uh, <laughs> you met through martial arts, you and Al uh-huh. and, uh, he, did you guys have a conversation at all about sales or how did that happen? We now? originally had a conversation about backing him in the poker arena, yeah, which true. was a great experience. Yeah. Uh, John, John's a gambler, which I can always support that. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, through care to the win. Mm-hmm. You know, put support support by behind that, and I, I can tell you one of the things about John is John tells the truth, right? Win or lose, good or bad, right? He's just going to tell you, yeah, hey, this is what happened, that's right? What yeah. Which, which I, I I love that's, that. Yeah, you ask, you tell. That's kind of a lost art these days, yeah. right? So you kind of you kind of beat around the bush a lot when people ask you questions. You don't want to answer them honestly. That's something that John. As a C, um, and, and his personality gravitates towards you ask, I tell, because they're yeah. facts, right? You mm-hmm. always you like to speak in facts. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I love it so much. And and if you don't know the fact, you're you're very quick to back away from talking about it because it, all the research hasn't been done. You haven't you haven't come to a conclusion that you can give the best advice for somebody. That's that's really uh, dynamic to what a C in in the disc personality is. Yeah. I, I would agree. Um, you know, whenever I worked for Al, it was my first shot in like a pure B2B realm. And um, Explain B2B. Business to business versus business to consumer. Thank okay. you for clarifying because not everybody would know that automatically. And uh, I struggled. Like, it was not easy. And part of it was my own fault because I asked Al about his experiences. And as we know, Al had been in medicine for a long time before he got into this realm. So... My my mileage was definitely different than Al's, you know, because I, I said part of my qualifying to see if I wanted to go do this with Al was how long until you went to commission. He said three months. It's like, okay, awesome. So at five months when I don't have anybody even willing to have a conversation with me yet, I'm terrified I'm about to get fired, right? Just so nervous because I'm not performing and um, everything else. And then uh, luckily there was another guy at the same school. And when I decided to leave Al because it just, I felt bad because I wasn't being successful and I was just kind of burnt out had a kind of bad experience with the doctor. And I decided that I would just rather go wait tables at two restaurants if necessary, than continue to like plug away at this thing and not see success, which is also a C trait, right? Like yeah. we give up pretty, pretty easily in, in some instances. So, so C, C in the disc spectrum, um, the way we describe it, the C word is stands for compliant, compliant for sure. Um, so when you're dealing with facts and you're dealing with, um, a quick way to make money, right? If you're talking about the sales side, if that if that data isn't there to continue forward, I wouldn't say give up. I'd say you're quick to drop it and find something new. For sure. Absolutely. Right. And that's part of the reason why I've had as many jobs as I've had. Right. I mean, when you're waiting tables, you, it's really easy to move jobs and the grass is always greener and I'm always looking for, you know, ways to improve. Yeah. And uh, so that led to like a lot of job hopping in the restaurant industry. Um, 
But after leaving Al, uh, a friend of mine who kind of started me on this path was like, hey, I got this business. I'd like you to come in and, and help me run it. So we started a website design agency focusing in the affordable realm. Did that for four years. And then he moved to Seattle and uh, just didn't really seem viable for the long term. So I left and now I've got this thing I'm working on now. But was it successful when you when you made that jump to the web design? Was what successful? Me me working you, for Al? You, you personally. No. No. For, to the no. web design. No, not at all. Honestly, I was, uh, when I was working for Al, I worked, when you work for Al and you work in this industry and you got to be in the OR, most of these surgeons want to start very, very early, like four or 5 a.m. sometimes. And so I would work all day with Al and, and Nanette. And then uh, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday morning, I would go wait tables okay. to kind of offset because daycare was expensive and my kid was young. But when you got into the web design, because that's a pretty big leap, right? So you go it's from, huge. you go from, uh, selling technology cell phones sort of you go to the banking industry which is a whole nother mm -hmm. side of selling that um, me personally have a hard time understanding of what that entails um, then you go to work for doc in the medical field which is a crazy jump right huge jump super and, crazy and we've talked about this quite a bit personally and a little bit on these past episodes but then you go into a web design and and as you're so there's another realm that you're probably not necessarily familiar with, but you, you're starting to pick up some of these details of how to sell to people, right? Mm -hmm. And and that was that successful when you moved into the web design? So if it wasn't for that and wasn't for my partner at that company, Jeff, uh, I wouldn't be here. And I don't think Alan and Nett would be here. You know, Jeff is the guy who kind of put me on the path. I mean, before that, uh, the idea of self-improvement in any other realm other than martial arts in my opinion, was woo-woo bullshit, yeah. right? Like, this is nonsense. Yeah, Self-help you know? self books. and yeah. Absolutely. Screw all of that, yeah. right? I've got it figured out, you know? Yeah. And um, whenever I started working with Jeff, and he was like, hey, you need to go take this disc assessment. I was like, man, I don't need to go take a test to sell with you. And he was like, if you're not going to do this, it's we're done talking. Wow. Which is weird because... You have to identify who you are. Absolutely. Jeff is as big of an eye, if not larger than Al, right? So for him to draw that line in the sand meant, meant it was really important. And it was arguably one of the more validating points in my life because it's I'm not this outlier I'm not this unique individual who only feels this way there's a whole group of us that do it yeah oh and, and, you, you, and you talked about it on a prior episode you were pretty surprised when you found out your disc assessment yeah and I, thought so I, what, I thought I was an eye which is very interesting That's well because so I'm, very, I'm very social right and when when we yeah. talk about C's in general right and we talk about engineers and accountants and, and things like that yeah. I don't really fit that personality but the thing to remember is that pressure comes yeah. into play in business and in selling yeah, and stuff we, like that. We so. want to talk about the reason that you slide to a corner. We all slide to a certain corner is under those stressful um, obligations or those uh, those really interesting business conversations where you 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 kind of get so to speak backed into a corner and mm -hmm. you you pick yourself naturally. That's what that's what the four of us are: D, I, S, and C. Naturally, that's what happens. We can all sit here and talk about. Our, our social life and how we all get along, we can all play that game. But naturally, deep down, when we go to sleep at night, we slide to a certain corner. Mm -hmm. And for you, it's a C. It's compliant. It's data. It's facts. Yeah. Mine's generally the fetal position. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, I had to come out eventually. So what's, what's really interesting is Jeff thought that I was a D because he was only around me at the martial arts school, right? And a C... Where you're a bad mofo. Yeah, something along those lines. So when you're a C and you get to that point to where you feel like you have like true mastery, it's really easy to come off as a D, right? Mm -hmm. So in in areas of my life where I feel like I, I know enough knowledge and I've done enough reps, you can't fucking touch me. Like, like I'm going to argue with you. I'm going to stand my ground. But I won't do that if, if I haven't done my version of the 10,000 hours to get to that point. I, I can speak from the D corner of why I would guess that you're a D a lot of times is that you deal with, um, you make hard decisions, right? That's tough to do. You tell people what they want to hear. The difference, I think, between a high D and a high C is the fact that you're willing, a D is willing to make that off the gut, right? He's willing to feel it. Ah, let's go for it. And if I'm wrong, ah, we'll move on. Whereas the C likes to analyze all that data to make mm -hmm. that decision. You'll make the decision. You will always make a decision, but there's going to be some research there's going to be some analysis done. Oh, yeah. There's going to be some research. And when you when you finally get there, you're going to make that really good decision. And nine times out of ten, dealing with all these personalities, it's the most accurate. You may not like it. You may not like what you hear. Um, but it's going to be pretty accurate stuff. Going back to why you like to have, you know, if I had an accountant, that's that's the personality trait that I would want to 
want them to be, right? And it yeah. doesn't degrade anybody. That's truly saying that they're going to do their homework. They're going to get you it's the most facts. bang for your buck. They're yeah. going to get you facts. Right. Um, that's a really important. You uh, don't want your CPA to be. So I have a CPA, and he's <laughs> yeah. a lot like John. Yeah. I call him when I'm in a panic, and he tells me to <laughs> calm the F down, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like like Quentin Caratino, I got this, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's who's coming from, you know, East L.A. to help Daddy out, right? For sure. And so a lot of times a guy like me absolutely needs somebody like you, right? In in the sense of the the the, the the fact-based aspect of feet on the ground, this is how we're going to get this done, you know, the the, the algorithm that gets the job done. Mm-hmm. And, and believe me, you know, from a C, uh, an I standpoint to a C, we reach across for, to each other, right? Oh, Which yeah. is not a, always the easiest slide. Oh, no. Right? <laughs> not at all. Right. Because <laughs> I can, I, yeah. <laughs> But you laugh when you say that because there's still a connection between us, right? For sure. Yeah. Because you need each other. Yeah. Well, that's the whole premise of the whole thing. We all need each other. You cannot be, you cannot run a business predicated on just this little D or an I. You have to have the whole dynamic. And if you don't, you're not going to be successful. You have to have the different personalities that bring strength to the table well i think i said it on on the first episode is that if you just look at my disc profile like no one's going to hire me as a salesperson like no one at all and jeff actually went against uh that advice and hired me because he was just going to try to offset his weaknesses right i mean he had been in this world for a while he's very familiar and he had he had had in the past only hired eyes and talks about the fact that it was really fun when it was fun but when it was tight or stressful yeah. no one wanted to how, work yeah how did you work your way out yeah, right you have to. so so he took a shot and we we did that and then he moved and then um i worked for a startup for a little while which is kind of an interesting experience and then got laid off and decided i wasn't going to do that again and started my present company so. well tell us a little bit about that yeah so uh, i have a consulting company called adapted growth and what we do is we work with entrepreneurs small teams and nonprofits to help them give process and to use technology to actually track sales, right? Very C thing to do. Let's mm-hmm. take this thing that most people don't want to track and sure. let's track it and treat it like a math problem because that's essentially what we do. If you have enough data in your CRM, we can look at, are you wasting time? Are you yeah. are you dealing with the right prospects? Where's your strengths? Where are your, where are your weaknesses at? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> for me, I've talked about this on uh, on uh, one of the podcasts. It was uh, very, when I, when I talk about hit ratios and I talk about wins, losses, who's my good customers, who my bad customers are, that directly reflects the business that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, without that data and somebody tracking all of that, um, you're, you're just guessing, right? Absolutely. You, you think so. One of the facts that that I want to say about what you do and your personality that works really well is that I have a hard time looking at a customer because I'm friendly with them and saying, "Okay, this is my great customer. I love this guy. I want to work with this guy." But if they're not making you money, right? If you're not making money with them or not doing a good job or you guys don't work together, that really shows up on a spreadsheet. That really shows mm-hmm. up in data collection. And a lot of times people overlook that because, hey, we're friendly. We like to go to baseball games. We like to do these things together with our family. So, yeah, they're my best customer. But the fact is, it was without the data that you produce in your company now and CRMs, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a huge deal. Um, we can name We can name 20 different ways to do it. Uh, but without that data, you you tend to get lost in feelings and people. And the fact is, that when you're running a business and a su- uh, successful one, uh, you need data. You need hard data to prove those facts. That's, yeah. that's where guys like you come in really handy. Yeah, I mean, if you want to forecast, you know, six months, 12 months, you know, 24 months into the future, the way to go look at that, if you're going to take bets on your business about hiring or growing or scaling or anything Past else, data. you have to go look at your pipeline to yeah. see what's in there. Yeah. Understanding that some of it's going to fall out and there's, you know, variance and things happen. Sure. But if I know that I close 80% of things that once they're at that qualified state yeah. and I've got a million dollars in that pipeline, I can make some pretty safe assumptions on my business That's about right. hiring and scaling and everything else. Yeah. But people don't do that. They just look at the lag, which is just right. money in the account. Here's what we did last year, so next year will be better. Right. Yeah, let's add 10%. Yeah, which is you know, crazy. It's ridiculous. Not long term. 
Doc so, got something to say, yeah. Yeah. So when you sell, describe your selling technique. I mean, when you're out there throwing your pitch, now? what's that look like? Yeah, yeah. What's that look like, man? Give, uh, give me the skinny. I hope your answer is you don't do that. I, it, true, right? I mean, if if we're if we're at the point to where we're pitching, you've I've qualified you. It makes sense, right? Okay, back up. How do you do? Poor that? choice of words. Sure. <laughs> Describe to me your sales process. I use the word pitch. You know, you did I was using my verbiage, not yours. Right. Go well, ahead. you know, it's more or less the same things that we all do, right? Do you have pain that I can solve? Right. Because no one has a budget for what I do. No one is sitting around thinking, okay, we, re- we should really update our CRM or put some more, you know, database measurements into that thing. Let's have a documented sales process. Let's hire Pay a consultant. for another spreadsheet. Well, yeah, Let to be honest. No one for, wants to do that. Ah, I went to lunch. I came back. I decided I was going to pay for another spreadsheet. Yeah. You're, you're, absolute, you're actually worse than if my toilet breaks. I don't have a budget for when my toilet breaks, right? You're actually beyond that. For sure. Because it's not even a pain to most people. They don't even know that they have a pain. Right. Correct. And you well, have to discover that. Because most people take the churn and burn approach. Sure. Like, oh, if this guy isn't working, fuck it. Get yeah. him out of here. We'll bring in the next one because salespeople are like easy to get. Yeah. But what they're not really understanding is like how much time you invest in every person you have to train and bring in. And Agreed. That, yeah. that loss Start of time over. you don't make Turnover is a crusher, man. P- and, and that is the, probably the most unrecognized aspect of business. When you lose an employee... How much time does it take you to retrain, rehire, and the distraction to everybody else in your process? If you're not terrified by the prospect of hiring and it not going well, I I question what other decisions you're making in your business. And I'm an I. I agree. That is the kiss (laughs) of death in in particularly small to medium businesses, right? And I know guys who fire their entire staff once a year. And I'm like, you wonder why you can't buy the jet airplane, you fuck? (laughs) I'm like, you just threw jet fuel and all all the extras out the door uh, when sure. you had to go reestablish your entire process, mm-hmm. which is what you do. So you're, you're, you were talking earlier about this, uh, this guy, Jeff, that took a chance on you. Yeah. One of the things that I commend him for that, and, and I know him a little bit, not mm-hmm. much. Um, one thing that I commend to anybody that's, like Doc said, going through this hiring process is you may have all the right people on your team. You may have everybody that you need. You may not. But if you do... They may not be in the right positions. Understanding personalities and what they're good at, their strengths and their weakness. Yeah. Putting them in the right positions to do what they like to do, what they'll do uh, for you day in and day out to make you and your company and themselves successful is huge. DISC is one of those ways to really take a deep dive, especially in a sales position, to realize strength and weakness. Uh, For me... We could go about this all day on on what what I have that that is good for the sales force, also that is weakness. You as a C shouldn't be a salesperson in traditional sales. Oh, right? for sure. So you're you were you were kind of touching that on that earlier of you know if somebody looked at my disc personality and said uh, should we hire this guy as a salesperson, they'd say no way. This guy's a he's kind of a he likes data and facts. He likes to stay. Go ahead. But let me hold you up there. But but analytics sells, right? Sure. I was going to say. So if somebody walks in and says, do you, you know the nice metrics person? of your business? Yeah. Do you know if you're going for yeah. – a plane leaves New York going to Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the data determines whether they land or not, yeah. right? Yeah. You, don't want the ki- I mean, you don't want the S, the kind person. Well, yeah, we, you'd be in Antarctica. Hopes and dreams. Yeah. Yeah. Hopes and dreams. Yeah, yeah. you'd be on in Greenland, well, right? I mean, the – and you, don't, and you don't want the D who's going to go, I'm going to get us Yeah, there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Or don't trust me, bro. And if we don't, I'll swim it. Or better yet. We'll the, get there, baby. Guy, don't worry. Okay, the D, you're swimming across the river and you realize you don't have enough energy to get there, right? Yeah. I'll the, drown nobody's all of ever, you. No, nobody's ever swam that <laughs> far or the I, and you're dying, right? Get on my back. I'll yeah. get you there. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Not I think, I think um, that everybody um, has to have in your organization a hard C because otherwise you're I just you're just yeah. fishing. Yeah. Right? You're you're literally out there with no rhyme or reason doing what you think might work. Right. And nine times out of ten it doesn't. I disagree. It becomes Imagine the issue that. and I'll tell you why. Because we talked about that like living in the country 
That one oh, mistake yeah. that kills you, sure. yeah. right? John prevents you from that one mistake. Because most of us fly by the seat of our sure. pants, and we survive most of the so encounters. the reference but is... we know people die on all of the these grain. events. Yeah. Well, yeah. I could I could go into that story. I will, yeah. I will say that there's, there's complete federal departments like OSHA, for example. OSHA exists because of data. It yeah. only gets better because somebody's tracking data. Because people die on the job, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or businesses fail, right? Yeah, for sure. So if if because guys like me don't see failure, right? And D's sometimes don't see failure. Well, I do. I just put it in the rearview mirror. Exactly. And I I go, oh my god, and then I find something else to Chase. occupy my time. <laughs> so when you look at something, what do you think about failure? Oh, I. Uh, how do you assess it? I, 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 so one of the biggest things about being a C is we hate being wrong, right? Which is why we collect so much information. Because since we're fact-based, mm-hmm. I can rely on those facts. No way. I'm right. These facts point mm-hmm. that out. So where that is limiting is the fact that C's are going to be slower to start, right? Because they need to collect a certain amount of information before they'll take that first step, before they'll take that first sales call. They needed enough information. And Jeff mm-hmm. and I, whenever I started, because we're because we were not developers, we were just sales guys. We had a team of developers. And so his constant lecture to me was like, we don't have time for you to go figure out how to be a WordPress developer. Cause that's what we did was like WordPress websites. Because I wanted to know just a little bit more. Right. Like, yeah. like, hey Jeff, like I'm gonna, I'm I'm not gonna call today. I'm gonna do this, learn a little bit more about like how this stuff works. He's no, like, get Make on the, the calls. ground. Exactly. <laughs> um but along with that is, is I hate being wrong and little bitty things that I take that other people would take as being just wrong. I take as failure, right? If I'm playing poker and I make a bluff and get called, my instinct is like, man, I screwed that up so bad. When, when in actuality, he, he probably folds three out of four times. I just ran into the top end of his range whenever he actually had it. Right. But I take that as a failure. I get, I get red in the face. I get mad. Mm-hmm and myself, and I got to get up and take a lap. Martial arts is the same thing. If I can't get a technique within like the first three, I'm furious. I'm real mad, which makes it worse. But like, that's just how I operate. So failure is like a very real thing to me, probably more real than like anybody else here at this table, because little bitty things show up as huge failures for me. What is, what is uh, so, so when you get back to those stressful situations, martial arts or sales processes or, or just daily life, when you get backed into those um, really stressful shit, I gotta stop and pause. What's your natural inclination? How, how do you how do you process that? What do you do? So when I'm in your dish, martial arts wise, right? I got you back on your heels. It's never what, happened. What, I know, <laughs> hypothetically speaking, he what goes through your that. mind, right? When I'm right up there on you. You know what's really interesting, and I don't know if this is for everybody who's a C or just me, is. I don't have any ego about being right, right? For for as much as I love being right, guys, I don't have any attachment that? to that. Seriously, that's prophetic. It is. Cause Seriously, because everybody don't. listening, no, no ego about being right. That's yeah. beautiful. Because if you are better than me, I just want to know it. How'd you get there, mm. right? I don't. Right I don't have to do the whole thing of like, man, fuck this guy. Yeah. Right? Like like. There's that's no crazy to me. There's no challenge to I me if you're it. better than me. It is crazy. I love that though, man. I'm willing yeah. to like sit at your feet and figure out like what what you're doing that makes you different because I love those little bitty differences. Can I stop you for a second? Sure. As you slide to knowing a D, no. that's sliding to knowing as a C, right? Yeah. Dude, that is I and hope people more, are hearing this. And so I what I hear is I agree with that. YouTube. Well, because it's facts. No, it's facts. I do. It's facts I do. just in another form. I so, do. So there's there's a big difference here, Nanette. Uh, Nanette. Sorry. It's hard. We're gonna I make don't the, care. We're going to make this. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. For sure. Um, so right. I will say that the people side of uh, Doc and yourself, that that makes a little bit of sense. It does. Yeah. Complete sense y- to me. You. It doesn't make any sense to me. It, it does. I mean, mm-hmm. I always want to be the professional in the room. I always want to be the best. And that's really hard because one of the negative sides of me is that I can't take a lot of help. I, I can't understand that you're trying to teach me totally like as that. a teacher. I, I disagree. Um, I think he's totally like that. No, because he, but think about, you know, he'll, he'll take feedback, Yeah. but I, I'm always looking for feedback, right? Even in situations where I feel like I've got a really good grasp and I put in my 10,000 hours and I know what, what the hell I'm talking about. If someone gives me a weird look, I'm like, okay, what did, what did, what yeah. did I just say? What did I just do? Yeah. Like, like what's making you give me that look? And 
Do you have a difference of opinion? Yeah, I would say you're really good at reading tonalities, body language. I've seen you do that many times. Intuitive. That's the hardest thing for me is thinking about tone and cadence. Uh, Yeah, for you to do but not to read. Two different things. Because uh, I watch you do it every day, man. I think you're pretty damn good at it's it. It's just it's just habit and practice, okay? Right? Because it's not my it's not my natural state, okay? Right? But you I do. Normally, I agree with Clint. You do it very well. Yeah. well thank you. I appreciate that. Um, I put probably more emphasis on tone and cadence and like body language than I think most other people do. And a lot In of that your comes own from or other people. Both. Okay. Uh, I had a terrible stutter for ever from kindergarten until eighth you grade. You still do. I stutter occasionally. Yeah. I've never heard it. I've never heard it. No, I, no, I do. If I'm stressed out, I'll yeah. stutter a little I've bit. I've never heard it. And there are certain words that are triggers for me. Anything that starts with a how or an H in the front, uh, I have to really make sure that I have you. How's your day had? going? Let's talk about that, yeah. right? Working at Chase, I'm supposed to greet every customer who comes in and I would feel pressure and someone would come in and I would just not be able to get an H sound out of my mouth. Really? Yeah. No. Super crazy. I've been hypnotized for it. It's been a, a lifelong issue. So this idea that I'm a salesperson, I have to communicate all day, every day with clients and prospects is kind of astounding to people who knew me as a kid. Hmm. Um, so you don't put the H before the W? Well, Why? it's the sound, How? right? I'm fine with W's. H's are a struggle for me. So That's interesting. I've never heard that out of you at all. Um, I worked my ass off for it to be not a thing because man you want to talk about getting ridiculed and made fun of i mean i'm still growing into these ears you can't see them under the headphones if you're watching the camera but you know the teeth and the stutter and you know kind of large lips man i was ridiculed i didn't need one more thing that i could improve everyone on. has something to be sure. ridiculed well, that's, that's really interesting I promise. because we would all handle that situation very differently you you did it in an analytical way that you said okay i have an issue What's the easiest thing to fix? Yeah. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to fix. Whereas I would be like, fuck this, I'm out. I'll go find something else that I'm good at with a stutter. Doc could could play it off like, dude, I got a stutter. I'm cool as shit with a stutter. I would go home and cry every night, though. (laughs) Yeah, you would. You would. I would. I'd just cry myself to sleep. But then that would be like, uh, you know, everybody's different. Everybody's got a flaw. Everybody loves me. And anyone that doesn't believe that is being silly because that's Which is... So it do you, is what did, it is. did you cortically override that? I mean, no, actually. Um, or did a, you have a limbic emotion that we helped you? Uh, in eighth grade at the school I was at, we got a brand new speech pathologist, brand new out of school, and just had the newest stuff. Mm-hmm. New because up until that point, it was slow down, talk slower. That's not my problem because really my stuttering is worse when I'm trying to talk slow. You think about it. Exactly. But what she actually mm. came with was like process, right? Mm-hmm. There's this whole thing. Um, if you've been in speech therapy and you have a stutter, it's prolonging the first syllable. How's it going today? And I don't, th- there's no struggle there whatsoever. So what she really gave me was just a process to work past this thing that I hated and had a big struggle with. Well, isn't that interesting that everything is process oriented? Yeah. It's, it's super weird, process. right? Yeah. yeah. Everything is. that you're failing. Martial arts and poker and bicycling and everything. Shooting. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a process for sure. Everything has a process. The number one rule in this whole game, folks, if you're listening, is process is key. I said that last session. But you <laughs> Go well, ahead. It's Rip super me important. off, D. It's, yeah. it's, it, no, no, yeah. Clint, it's your it's idea. It. Go ahead, no, run no, with that. but he had to Seriously. capture it. Get a it wheelbarrow, for the load it capture. up, I for, run I for, it down the road. I forgot everything you said. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I thought that was my idea. He wants it. Of course it is. Clint, thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for that. Guys, listen to last episode. Well, I think I told him that in a pre-meeting. I've got this... I've got this pulled up from my disc profile as some of my motivators, which is Thank really, you. really awesome, right? Thank you for reining us back in. Of course. That's what I'm here for. Thank you. Instructions before starting a task. Don't just say a loose, oh, go figure this out. No, that I'm just going to ask you a bunch of questions until I have enough information. Do you need to know the why? Yeah. I absolutely need to know the why, right? Which is why I was not... Uh, Cut out to be a long-term soldier. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because that's hidden. Yeah, I did. Big picture's gone. I did. Unless you're in the big picture. Right. I was in the reserves, right? I joined as a reservist. And then as soon as they said, you want to go inactive? I said, absolutely. Uh, and because there was no communication, right? I mean, part of it was bad leadership and part of it was me just being incessantly curious and skeptical. Sure. That's interesting. I didn't need any of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Blow oh. the wall down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go go take that area. Yeah. How, do you want, how do you want me to do that? Uh, just go figure it out. 
uh, I have some more questions. Oh shit, that works so well for me. No, that, that's that's not how I operate. Um, let's see. Detailed instructions, right? Kind of goes along with the first thing. Um, freedom to do my own work without being disturbed, right? Yeah, Which is that's a hugely important. That's, for that's you a guys. huge thing for me. Right? And working go. at home is. So how about the bowel movement that gets in your way? What do you do with that? <laughs> I'm learning at the same time, right? I'll Distraction. Watch, I'll Distraction. watch webinars. That's, that's what oh, laptops that, are No, hold on. That's when you're like, yeah. like the little kid. Delete, Distraction. delete, delete, Distraction. Pa. I'll literally delete, watch, watch watch webinars to like try to improve like while, you know. Okay, I'm we'll move on. Hey, we'll if, move this on. Was, if this was the mid-90s, he had 300-foot extension cords to take his computer into the, into the bathroom. He's got the, like, the phone that you're talking to your girlfriend on. This your parents don't hear. You're like dragging it. Thank God for laptops. Opportunities to increase my knowledge. Absolutely. I mean, I'm a huge refinement guy. Uh, I'm always looking for that. Realistic goals, non-aggressive and not aggressive environment and job, which is kind of interesting. Um, I don't really know that that's true. Uh, some things that reduce my motivation, having to decide alone. I'm very big about, let me go ask this guy who's done it before. Oh, let, let like me confirmation. Go, oh, let me go read reviews. Uh, let me ask you this, because it's strange, because I know we ask you a lot about John, does this make sense, yeah, right? Absolutely. So when you say that, we're asking you to tell us. Mm -hmm. So how how do you square that? Because I've I've already been down the path and most of the stuff that, that we're talking about as far as, you know, marketing and promoting this joint venture that we're on right now, right? I've I've spent a lot of time in that realm. So if you ask me something that I wasn't familiar with, I'll go figure it out. Mm -hmm. I mean, you might be waiting three weeks, whereas like Clint's gonna give you an hour in a day. Or, you know, sorry, a decision in an, in an hour or less. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go research. I'm going to go open seven tabs. I'm going to go read 17 blog posts, sign up for webinars and all this other stuff. But like, like that's just what I do. Does that get in the way of making money? Um, it gets in the way of progress. Well, sometimes. you say that. You say that. No, I'm, I'm asking him. Though. Okay. It, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, if that hurts a little bit, can shut we, the fuck can up. We, can we, yeah. right, let, let your boyfriend speak for himself. <laughs> um, can we define a D any better? Does it get away progress? <laughs> Quiet, please. Yeah, at times. Okay. Right? Because if I was Clint, I would just jump without looking. Yeah, right. we're yeah we're gonna do this, right? Prime but I'm example. not talking about Quinn. I'm talking about no, you. I know, but like it, did... it's the difference, though, okay. right? Because I need to think about it. You know, I need to I need to work through my questions. I need to go talk to other people who know. Okay, and you know, prime prime example of this is whenever we started a, a, the website design company, we didn't offer hosting to people. We didn't want to do it, mm -hmm. and then people kept asking for it, asking for it, and then finally Jeff comes in one day and he was like. We're going to offer hosting. And I was like, oh, okay. And all of a sudden, I've got 17 questions queued up in my head that I'm going to ask him. And he goes, you have a lot of questions. By now, we'd been working together for a while. And we kind of knew how the other person operated. He goes, this is not a fully formed idea. You have a ton of questions. Go write them all down and we'll work through them tomorrow. And I was like, awesome. Right? It was super he helpful. He didn't just discount it. Yeah, he didn't yeah. He didn't just discount he it. qualified it with Which would have been easy to do for an eye. You yeah. hear that tall boy crack right over there? <laughs> I heard a beer opening somewhere. <laughs> Not sure what brand it is, oh, but hold on. My, if, anybody wants, if anybody wants to support, we'll take, we'll take the sponsorship. So. It might have been a sparkling water. It might have been, but it wasn't. Fuck that. They don't have the money beer companies do. <laughs> um, <laughs> Give me a major brand. Look, I was so going to announce it, but you told me to shut the fuck up. So. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, yeah, um, that incessant need to know will, will keep me from making a decision that's moving forward, right? Which is why one of my favorite things is perfect is the enemy of good. I'm always looking for perfect. Always. Okay. Always. So how do you balance that out to move forward? It's it's this, right? It's knowing it's knowing that I will I will sit in a room and ask questions and read as opposed to starting and knowing that that doesn't pay my bills and that that doesn't get me to where I want to be in my business. So your motivation to move is move forward, meaning on a project. Excellent. How do you get outside of the analytics and get into the action step? That's a good question. Uh, I think it's just knowing that I got to pay bills. Okay. Right. No one, no one that every day I wake up and I'm behind. 
right? And that I got to go out, right? Because, because you know, if you take all your bills, divide them by 365, right? When you wake up in the morning, <laughs> so, well, you're behind the, the ball. The analysis of the dead owed, right? For sure. Or the the, the project ahead, right? right? Meaning got, here's here's what got we got to do. Rent and bills and, yeah. you know, I have uh, partners and, you know, yeah. uh, some staff now and that'll grow. So I, I got to pay all of that. And that doesn't get paid if I just sit and ponder okay. and try to get to perfect. I got to make a decision and be okay with the fact that I'm going to be wrong sometimes. It's not comfortable, but the more you do it, the, the easier it becomes. It's muscle memory at, mm-hmm. at a certain point. So, <laughs> Clint does not believe me or something. No, like, this I, look no. on his face is no, well, it's different from the way we view things, sure, right? Because no, I, I, I know what that. makes me chase. I know what makes me get off my ass. It's it sounded like you had a couple. No, I know what he meant. He, you know, as a business owner, that's a big different yeah. responsibility. Even as a single person. You worry about yourself versus when you get married, you have kids. There's there's a lot of responsibilities. You have a ton of responsibility. And the way you define that is I'm going to go out there and I'm going to make this a daily fact that I have to succeed at. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to I'm going to try to produce something that gets me there daily. For sure. Which is interesting because. Um, but man, it gets so analytical. Like, like there's so many, there's seven more layers to that. I know. I was right? just well, saying, that's, that's, because, that's the surface. That's, that's right? the surface. Because that leads to. And, and the funny thing is that's nine more layers than I have. For sure. Period. Well, oh, and that's. 100%. Yeah. 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 Because here's the deal. This is where me and Doc Al will actually agree on this. Yeah. That, completely agree. That monthly amount that I need to like get up and make over the course of the month is then factored into like the behaviors that I do like each and every week. Right. And measuring the front end of that and not just the lagging indicators of how much money's in the bank. Because that doesn't help me. Because here's the crazy part. I don't even know what it takes. To what? To pay my bills. Perseverance. Don't have a fucking clue. Really? Perse- don't know the dollar couldn't, amount. Couldn't tell you either. Oh, my God. No, the only, the only single girl on the because panel is t- perseverance. Just do it every day. I but, couldn't tell you within thousands. That, right? so, so thousands of dollars. Like, couldn't tell you. Like, my <laughs> the only are single girl. I look at my bank account and I'm shocked either about how much I have or how much I don't have. Oh, I'm told, I'm told to you can buy lunch or you can't. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Agreed. Cool. I look down and I go, it's either peanut butter or filet mignon. I'm, I'm, right? I'm I love peanut butter. No, so, And I like them both too, right? I'm good with either or. I just, I don't know till I know. Before working with Jeff. It's about every three months I look at my bank account. Before working with Jeff and learning about... KPIs and leading indicators and how what's the, KPIs? Uh, key predictive indicators, right? So why is that important? So these are the things you look at because you know that they lead to sales, mm-hmm. right? I can't control how many people say yes, but I can control how many people I ask. So if I if I know that I close one in ten, if I want to close another one, I need to go talk to ten more people. Like that's how I run my life. And when I learn that, and I I can remember specifically having that conversation and sitting down and just being blown away that there was a different way to do it. Because before that, I was just caught in this paradigm of more. I need more. I need more reps. I need more. And I, and I was kind of still working with Al and I, I needed more doctors, right? I need more hours in the day. I needed all this stuff. And it wasn't until I went, I went to work with Jeff and we sat down and figured out like what my weekly behaviors needed to look like as far as the count, how many meetings, right? How many decision maker conversations that I need to have per week and how, what behaviors that I needed to do each week to get to that count. And then I can remember a clear day. It was Wednesday afternoon and I'd finished all my behaviors for the week. I, like I was just like ahead of the game. And uh, he's like, you taking a break? I said, no, I'm kind of done. He's like, you, what do, what do you mean you're done? I was like, I've done all my KPIs for the week. He's like, cool. Like, let's go get a beer. I was like, well, wait a minute. I'm not done. He was like, man, we, we got to trust in the process, which is a huge jujitsu thing, right? You know, you, you trust in the process and, you, and you'll make improvements. And uh, he said that to me and, and it, shifted instantly. I didn't feel this pressure of like, okay, like let's keep the scramble going. I did what I needed to do. We trust in the process and we'll adjust it as time goes on. Now I can turn it off and work on other stuff, right? Big picture stuff and not just sales transactional stuff. Which is so different because I usually just reach into my front pocket. I pull out the debit card and I go, let's see if it works. (laughs) I'm with him. I mean, it's a process. If it pays the bill, if not, you're going to have to perform, yeah, right. So we can buy the drinks. I'm with you. So yeah, that that in that in that moment is when everything everything changed for me because up until that point, I had this rep in all my friend circles that I was the guy in sales and I was always closing and I was always kind of prospecting. You know, like when I was at the bank, it's like, hey, who do you bank with? When I was in cell phones, it's like, what kind of phone do you have? And uh, uh, I thought I needed to do that to be successful. 
you know, trying to pitch to everybody. And it wasn't until that moment that I was like, oh shit, I don't have to be this annoying person and trying to sell to all my friends and my family. But I, and stuff. I don't think I, I've very never good. seen you annoying. It's very good. Well, I appreciate that's, that. that. That's a, no, uh, I mean that sincerely. You say that about yourself, but well, I think the that's perception a, of the maybe that's individual. your personal perception. Huh. But sure. I think you you have a, a a way of delivering what you do and who you are that that's you know very comforting. I mean, it's easy. So for, of all the C's I know, it's very yeah, kind. A, but there's a ton of hard work put in there. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Knowledge. Yeah. Knowledge. I mean, I think that Owl and Nanette would agree with me that I'm drastically different person now than I was whenever I worked with them. I I think you're probably the hardest personality in in my book to drag out of your natural state. (sighs) For sure. Because we don't get, we don't get emotional and we don't really care about people. Yeah. You're, you're in a weird corner, man, because you totally care about I do. Right, because I because here okay is that, is, is that a personal crusade? No, wait, no, wait, a, wait a minute, wait a minute. All right, Lord and Savior no, over there. That's not it. Uh, Daniel. There are some people that I don't care about, right? And there are things where I struggle, right? Small talk is a big one, right? You know, we got to build some bonding and rapport with people, like whenever we're first trying to oh, st- start a relationship. That's and, worst. And that's your that's your sweet spot. Like that's where you two guys hang out, right? And you love it. Nan yeah. da- Nan loves it as well, but. Man, I hate it, right? And so I have to turn, and most of my networking, if I'm just having a kind of like a, hey, I don't know you, you don't know me, but we met, like, let's chat about business. My first 20 minutes is not about anything other than like, what do you do outside of work? Because if we can't get on the same page, and this is so ridiculous, if you don't have a passion in your life that makes you seek to get better, I have a hard time Connecting. Connecting. Yeah, me too. That's ninety um, percent of the freaking world, Chief. What I know. are you yeah, doing? But but well, but this the and, and I'm talking C, to everybody out there. No, the Seriously, C and guys. the S don't even want to we're like uh right because I've got I've got irritating. five things that I'm working on at like any yeah. given point, right? My business, martial arts, I'm a bicyclist, I play poker. Okay, but here's my root dot good for you. Sure. No, right? absolutely. My my, my, my point is is that point. a lot of times we go out to people and and they don't they they don't they they have nothing. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, it's a struggle. It is a struggle, right? But but man, you don't have to choose everybody. You just choose the people you choose. Good point. Good point. Yeah. Right. Because so you're I, acting like everyone. You have to choose. No. No. And it, it's really it's really only been super recently that I'm okay with the idea of people not liking me. Right. Yeah. Isn't that not, great. Uh, That's great. Like, but do you like, care? I, no, man, it's really interesting because I'm an S and I don't care. On some points, I take uh, you or someone not liking me as failure, right, or being wrong. Wow, that's interesting. It's super. I mean, and as I get older, right, I'm almost forty. Uh, I care less and less about that, right? Forty is getting older. Baby. I'm not saying I'm old. I'm saying I'm getting older. He's right, my, I'm forty he's years my old. Grandson, but uh, it's. It's it's an ongoing struggle, yeah. right? Because I got to build rapport with people, and if you don't have something that makes you want to get better, then I have a hard time relating to you, and I kind of don't care. Okay, so let's take um, let's take that rapport, put it in a process. Does that make it easier? <laughs> Absolutely, because all I'm doing now in my bonding and rapport is trying to figure out where you are on this scale that we're that's talking a, about okay. here. So that's a that's a really good point to the viewers and the so listeners. You're a good faker, is what you're saying. Well, but it's yeah, a, but it's essentially okay. But it's a it's an essential set, a step in your process that you have to do. You know Absolutely. that you have to do that. Yeah. So if you make it a have to do in a process, and you make it, um, say analytical again, mm-hmm. if you make it in that process where it's a step that I can't go to step two without step one, that's a lot easier for you to deal with. As oh, a C. I love that. So Give me you, all the silver bullets. Yeah. That's all for everything. So if you're a C out there listening and you're struggling with a step like that. Realize that it's essential to your yeah. process. Turn it into a task. Yeah. Right. Because before that, before I realized all I really need to do is figure out how you listen and how you communicate and how you visualize things and how you want to get information, I would struggle with it. Like, hey, what'd you do last weekend? I don't care what you did last weekend. Right. Well, don't ever ask any, anyone that again. Well, I know. I'd be like, it, it doesn't really make any sense. But in, in the website company, I did a lot of networking, right? Which is like a lot of coffees and you meet people and you got to get them out and then try to get into their referral kind of network and stuff like that. And I would have all these conversations with people and I'm just like dreading it. Like, yeah. oh, Jesus, why am I here? This is brutal. 
And then, wow, I'm not really sure when it changed. Coffee doesn't get you drunk; it just gets you more excited about not liking them, right? (laughs) It's just crazy, yeah. And then I'm I'm all amped up. I want to reach across and rip your throat out now. Right? (laughs) I mean, it's nothing aggressive. It's not not aggressive. It's just caffeine doesn't like amp you up. My constant thing is like, is this worth my time? Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. And my my partner Melissa and I argue all the time because I don't mow my own yard. And in her opinion, being a homeowner, I should mow that yard. And I'm like, this is nonsense. My time is better spent resting on on a Saturday to make sure that I can be on my A game Monday through Friday. And I don't get to do that if I'm mowing my yard. <laughs> on Saturday, 36 hours from Monday. Damn I got, right. I got to lay on the couch, babe. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. That's more like me. Because I'm like, but here's the deal. I don't even justify lear- it. I'm like, I'm laying down. So what? I learned Hate me if you will. I right? learned a lot of like my current money concept from you about like whenever we work together. Yeah. Because uh, you oh that, was a, that was a mistake. <laughs> it no, wasn't you should have you yeah. it best advice he ever got. You should you should have talked to his accountant. Al will should have talked to Nan. Al will spend minute. money to make money. Right. And if there's ROI there, he's game on for it. Yeah. And it wasn't until Al and I worked together that some of my monetary concept shifted and it shifted again with e- even more so working with Jeff. Um, but before that I came, I mean, I was poor as a kid, like very, very, very poor. So, uh, I mean, like I, like I always had shoes. I'm not trying to make it out to be like we were, you know, poverty level, but. And know. I, I can verify what he's saying and go ahead with yeah. what you're saying. And so I come from a very fixed mindset, right? Which is part of this idea why I thought that personal development was woo-woo bullshit, right? And if you talk to a lot of C's, they're going to feel the same way that I am because it's harder to get us emotional about improvement because I don't need you to tell me how to improve. I'm going to go find my own way. And that guy's going to be right because I vetted him. So until you get to that point to to where you realize that like, hey, someone else could have it better than you because I don't necessarily know that every C sees someone else and goes looking for them as a way to improve themselves. I think that I might be kind of an outlier in that area. Well, yeah, I agree. I, I think as we kind of wind down here on the C uh, personality spectrum, I'd like to get um, some of your hot topics, Doc, Nanette, myself. How do you recognize a C? What what, what are the, th- <laughs> the glasses and the blocker <laughs> <laughs> protector, the, protector. The, the pins? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, they there's sort of no sh- other personality yeah. that's going to wear that. Yeah. So, for me, I always hear details. They need to know specific yeah. questions. Yeah. Tons of questions. Right. Tons of questions. They want yeah. details, facts. They're not just like, hey, how's the weather? You know. They want to know they want to know real things. I'm kind of a hard person to be Important friends with, if I'm being really honest. Oh, That's I don't true. think so. Because you can't come to me no, with... I agree 100%. <laughs> of course you do. I uh, love John. You can't come to me with like an idea that's half-baked yeah. and, and expect me to be like, oh, okay, like like cool. my sister, who she's a, a great person. I'm glad she's my sister. Uh, oh. We She's not a C. So she comes to me with these plans and I'm like, okay, how are you going to make that happen? Oh, I'm not yeah. sure yet. Uh, are you concerned? No, not really. What happens if it doesn't go well? I haven't thought that far ahead. And then I get frustrated and she gets frustrated. And then What yeah. is she... Uh, my sister is probably just a huge S. Yeah, she's a huge S. So hopes and dreams all the time. Hopes and dreams and love, and I don't really want conflict and things Maybe like that. Sunshines. Yeah. So as a, I would say that as this world kind of torn, uh, turns towards a corporate structure, we talked about this a little bit earlier. You may be dealing with a decision maker out there who may be a D and IS or a C, but most of the time. At least in my profession, there's always a C behind the doors. Oh, there's yeah. Always a Don't C. look at the man behind the curtain. Right. There's always <laughs> a C that tells somebody you can or you can't do something financially. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that regard, there's a lot of times that I'm not selling to the guy that I think is the decision maker because truly he's not. Right. It's the C behind closed doors telling him that. True. Hey. Look, guy, you can say all you want, but you don't have the finances for this to make that decision. You can't do this on a job. That change order is not approved, blah, blah, blah. And that's not coming from that guy's brain. It's coming from data produced behind himself. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, I find myself dealing at the end of the day negotiations with a high C who hasn't been a part of the process for six, seven months negotiations. And now all of a sudden I'm sitting in front of this guy in a conference room telling me that my price is too high and here's why. So it's really interesting that I think think out there that uh, that a high C is, is more involved than we would all like to think 
I think they're oh, involved yeah. in almost every decision-making process somewhere down the road. Your CFO is pretty much always going to be always a high C, and probably also your CTO. Yeah. You know, if you're selling to the probably, C-suite, probably a CS or an SC, very or you know maybe a D or a CD, right? yeah, or a CD, because um, he's in a C-level position that may push him up there as a D. Um, so when I when I'm talking to a a C and I recognize it, it's always based on the questioning. Right, so I, I say something offhanded, and a C will always question it. Always, he'll yeah. say, oh, "Geez, how'd you come to that? Con- you know, conclusion. How did you make that statement? What facts do you have to back that up?" That that's a that's off putting for me, because I said it, so it must be true. <laughs> that's a D, right? And and I, I get this. I got, I kind of get some pushback. What I, what I would say is when when you recognize that trait in somebody, especially if you're a D. Take that with a grain of salt because they're asking a lot of good questions that you may not know the answers to, and that's okay. Check that ego. Go back, find the facts out, and and you can always you can always kind of see a C uh, when he says, "I don't know, I'll get back to you." Mm-hmm. That's a great. That's one of the greatest statements that I've ever learned in the sales process ever. I don't know the answer to that question right now. Maybe in a day I'll get back to you when I go research it. It's a lot of people look at that as a get out of jail free card. But if you truly mean what you're saying, you're really going to go dig into it. C's always do that to you. Yeah. Um, that's one of the only personality traits on this this block that will do that. Right? Mm-hmm. True. Because an I will fake the funk. A D will tell you exactly, no, I'm, I'm right, you're wrong. And he'll hold his line in the sand. And S will be like, ah, shit, I don't know. Everybody's right. Everybody's wrong. never say shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the things if, that if you're selling to a C is you have to understand the fact that they've got their own process, right? And they're not winging it, right? Like when I, when I make a purchase, I've, I think of myself as a pretty easy sell, right? Because I've already come into the yeah. thing informed, right? So like when I go into Best Buy, REI or something, like, like I already know what I'm going to buy, right? So when like, hey, do you need help? No, I'll find it. I know yeah. exactly what I'm looking for. And then the polar opposite of that is whenever I'm just initially shopping, I will go waste everybody's time. (laughs) I'm the worst about it. Which one do you like? Why do you like that one? How long have you guys had it? And all this other stuff. Because I'm I'm fact finding and 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 data collecting. Now, if you try to put pressure on me to like close me right there, you're going to blow it up, and I'm going to tell you exactly what you want to hear, and then I'm going to leave and never call you again. That's why you're always on speed dial. Hey, John, what's what phone you researching lately? I was about to say the same thing. Oh, I get I get the oddest requests because people just expect me to know everything. And what's weird is I normally have an opinion, right? It's not always last year you bought a hoodie that took you six months to research. Yeah, that's my favorite example about like how how C's buy, right? So I was gonna go buy a hoodie and uh (laughs) like hands up, don't shoot Trayvon hoodie or we're just just talking about the hoodie. A hooded sweatshirt, right? And uh I had seven tabs open from like different manufacturers, like Carhartt and all, all these other things for Can weights. You say Carhartt? So of course, well, hold there. on. So had, let's you had back. Me at Carhartt. I mean, and we don't have a bunch of time here. <laughs> I love Carhartt because because I, I want to make the best decision about a hoodie, about everything: cars, hoodies, shoes, a, bicycles. Hoodie you only wear on Saturday mornings after coffee. Huh? What's that? You only wear a hoodie after coffee on saturday morning why don't you just buy six hoodies and see which one fits take the rest back that's a bad decision it's a bad process can't do it i don't i don't work that way i'm gonna do my research right and i'm researching stuff like how long is the warranty right how quickly do i get a hoodie do i go oh you laugh but one of the ones that i almost bought i I, I, I do laugh you're you're correct there's one that i almost bought it's called it's called the 10-year hoodie and you can look it up they have a 10-year warranty on it so any any rips scratches or anything else i do Oh, if I'm okay. gonna pay, if I'm gonna pay a hundred bucks for a hoodie, it better well last ten years. Can I stop for you a second? Of course. So on condoms, how do you view that? Bear <laughs> skin. <laughs> there, there are things that are not part of the process. <laughs> okay, just being honest. Right, just checking. If you're really? gonna analyze anything, I think it would be a condom. <laughs> Thank you. There, there is a there that is a threshold where condom hoodie, on, condom hoodie, right? right? There is a threshold to where reasons to where it just doesn't make condom. sense to do the research. Right. Like, like it's like, oh, okay, cool. Right. And, you know, with something like condoms, like, like, you know, the brands that are, I'm not, I'm never going to gamble on the unknown. Is name. a hoodie going to keep you from an STD? You're not going to go, you're not going to go with Jeff's condoms. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Like I'm going to get the Trojan. Right. And, uh, uh, uh. Another plug it. Hold on, another sponsor coming down. We'll take it by the boxes. Yeah. Um, 
Then but I'll use them. There is that threshold, but you know, cars <laughs> like gas mileage and maintenance cost and cost of ownership and all that stuff. Yeah. So that the, wins over a hoodie, no doubt. But so to go back to kind of wrapping this thing up, if you're a C, right, you have to understand that prospects buy for their reasons, not your reasons, yeah, right? True. I used to get furious. Uh, when I was a banker and was selling investments, right? Because this was in 2010. I have a baby face now. I had a really baby face then. Had a guy tell me that he had socks older than me. years old. That's right. I'm a vampire. I'm Paul Benjamin Rudd. Benjamin Button. And uh, I, it, so this is in 2011, right? So the market is gone. Everything is crap, right? You can't get any kind of return in a banking product. So mm -hmm. I could sell investments. So we had some products that were generating, you know, 2% versus, you know, 0.0003%. Mm -hmm. And, People wouldn't want to jump through the hoops and I would get so mad. It's like, I can make you more money in this thing that mm -hmm. is as secure as the thing that you're in, but they didn't see value in that. Right. So they buy for their own reason. So don't get caught up in the logic, right? Take the time to understand what's driving them to make a buying decision and reference that throughout your conversations. Like that, <laughs> that that's the biggest point of improvement I can offer to a C is just understand that's that it's that not about self awareness, you. right? Yeah. That we're talking about, that we're trying to push forward yeah. to everybody out there is that we all sit here entrenched in who we are, mm -hmm. right? And you're you're well aware of who you are. Yeah. You just know where you need to slide and what you need to be aware of when you deal with the rest of us, right? Absolutely. Right? Like my conversations with the three of you when we're all one-on-one -on -one are drastically different, yeah. right? Um because uh well you and I do tongue, right? <laughs> but the bottom line is, hoodie I is another let, name for a condom. I gotta let Al run with his stories, right? And I can't, I can't show up with too many details. Like, it's is this being taken care of? Yes, it is. Let's just be quiet about it. And to end this, Dee, would you have anything you'd like to share with us? I got all kinds of shit. You have um, 30 seconds to we, tell us. We can go along the, on the C got, episode. Look, it makes sense for people. I, can, I got all the time I want. Uh, <laughs> help me. Ownership. My, my, Ownership. My world, you're living in it. All right, so, let, so let's be consistent real quick and make sure we cover two Thank things you, C. that are super important. All right, Rainy. so if you're C selling to other people, just understand that it's not about you. It's about them and what they see value in. Um, take time to figure that out because it might not be anything in your arsenal of the things you're prepared to talk about. One instance of selling a cell phone case to a woman. And I was I was like, do you want the OtterBox? Do you want this? Do you want this and everything else? All she wanted was a red one. Yeah, That's all she wanted, right? So I spent 45 minutes trying to sell her on the various features and benefits, like barely there, lots of protection, everything else. And she's like, can I get it in red? Yeah, absolutely. I've got 17 red ones. Which yeah. one do you want? But it wasn't until that moment that okay. we had that point that she was what willing to listen. Want? Absolutely. Why Why is this important? What are you looking for? Yes. What do you see as valuable? And let's talk about those things. Um, the other side is that if you're in consulting, which is kind of the broader label for what I do, is just understand that uh, no one starts the day thinking about hiring a consultant to come in and tell them how to make their business more efficient. So yeah. you got to be patient and play yeah. the long game, right? Yeah, one of the things I would say about uh, especially a high C is that don't stop asking questions. That's your biggest strong strong sure. point. That's your biggest strong. Just make sure that you're asking the right ones for the right reason, right? Mm -hmm. What are you really digging for? If you're just digging for your own um, knowledge, that may not always work in a sales situation. But if you're asking questions um, to get through your process and also their needs, then it's really important. Don't lose that trait. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody up here is telling you to do that as a high C. Um, once again, we always talk about biggest strength, big, biggest weakness, same thing. Question, questioning. That's your, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you can wear me out with some questions, man, and yeah. I will blow you off so fast because I'm just tired of answering stupid ass questions. But if they hold hold value and you're asking, a, uh, especially to me, if you're asking for a reason, I'm all in and it makes me interested. Mm -hmm. So... And that's part of part of that awareness, right? Because I will get into those details and it, it's such an intellectual conversation that it limits my ability to sell, right? Because one of the things we all know is that you got to get someone emotional, right? Buying is an emotional process, yeah. right? And we can qualify that just by looking at the cars that everyone drives. No one needs a Lexus. Yeah. But if everyone was just buying the thing that got them from A to B, we'd all have Corollas or Kias or something like that. But cars are, cars are a huge emotional thing. And I have a hard time 
keeping people emotional because I want to talk about the details and the ROI and why is this important? What if you ask emotional questions? For sure. Right. And that's part of my refinement loop is how can I, how can I, how can I take this very analytical question, strip it out yeah. to an emotional question that actually moves the conversation forward. Yeah. But it has to for, be for to be there for a reason. Yeah. And you have to have that in your process. Um, anybody else got anything for John as a C? I just want to say anybody that heard their label mentioned tonight, we appreciate your sponsorship. We are, <laughs> we are looking for you guys to call us and we'll say your name a bunch more times. For sure. Um, this is awesome. This was, I was, I was pretty nervous about this episode, honestly, because I like, uh, dude, I knew you were going to nail it. Yeah. You, you are no more fear. prepared than any of us up here <laughs> in a very cool way. Dude, well, I, I, when I saw you walk in, I knew it was going to be a good show. Yeah, oh, we, man, we all that. showed up half lit for ours. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> awesome. So, Dude, you're, yeah. you're delicious today. So, yeah, well done. <laughs> so, awesome. So, we'll that, be back next week. Yeah, that kind of rounds out the disc. Yeah. We've, we've kind of went through us as, as next people. Week. Next week we're we're diving into various sales topics. Yeah. Right? I was so, gonna say going forward, part. you kind of know if you've listened to all the episodes, you're gonna understand a little bit about each one of us. And from here, we talk about the real day in day out going forward. And we're gonna start fielding questions. We're Procedure. gonna be bringing real life examples of you know serious shit that everybody faces when you're trying to make a living in the sales arena. Mm -hmm. Agreed. That's right. right. So go follow us on all social media. Everything is at sales throwdown. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, we're going to have some sweet merch pretty soon up on the website. That's going to be exciting. So if you want a cup or a shirt, yeah, John's on you. But, but we want to give you the tools. <laughs> Seriously, guys. I mean, when we look forward, we're looking to give you the tools that you need to go slay it, to make yeah. the money that you want to make, to solve the problems that you want to solve. To, to to bring your success to the next level. Yeah, you're going to, uh, I think you said this, Al, but whenever we were first planning this, is is hopefully you find yourself in one of us, right? You yeah. know, you yeah. might relate to Nanette versus Clint, right? And so then in, you know, seven episodes when we're talking about how to ask for referrals, right? The way that Nanette is going to talk about it is going to make way more sense than the way I talk about it or the way Clint talks about it because that's not going to make any sense to you, right? So it's appreciation for... It'll make sense to somebody. <laughs> absolutely. Um, but let's be honest, right? Like those Ds are not coachable usually. So next week... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so follow us on social media. Subscribe on the YouTube channel. Next um, week is our first sponsor. I will be wearing a t-shirt. It's called 19 Machine with the hottest singer on concert. <laughs> oh, we do know a good band. Yeah, absolutely. Paul, Check us out. Yeah, Paul's our Paul. sound 19 guy. Machine, 19 yeah. Machine. Paul is our sound guy. He has a band. It was apparently he a really good show that I missed out on. Awesome. like nobody. Awesome. He's responsible for the stage. If you're watching us, the... Uh, glorious audio coming through your speakers. 19 so. Machine, if Absolutely. anyone didn't lick, hear. Likes to lick the microphone, take a shirt off. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> impressive. Whatever really. works. We'll see everybody next week. Y'all have a good week. Go sell something. Bye. John, thank you, man. Hey, Enjoyed thank you. It. I appreciate it. Yeah, well done.